0: So we're just super excited to be here today. This is the year of release. It is. Everybody put that in the comments. This is the year of release. And what we believe that means is we believe that you are being released from the things that don't belong to you anymore to be, and being released into everything God has for you in this season. Amen. And we can assure you that regardless to what may be going on in the world, God has so much good for you. It's also a time of great harvest. And um, yesterday, the other day I was looking at our, I was meeting with our accountant, which can be, you know, a little interesting. And I saw our giving. And I said, I said, oh, wow, that's some extreme giving. And the Lord said, and that's what qualifies for extreme harvest. Mm-hmm. So I want to say to everyone out here who has been faithful in your giving, many of you have said, many of my um people have said to me, hey, in 2020, I gave more than I have ever given before. I was more consistent than I have ever been before. I want you to have an expectation that there will be a release of your great Amen. harvest, that there will be a release, every bit of favor you need, every bit of divine protection you need, every open door you need, every dollar that you need in this season, that nothing will be withheld to you from you because you have positioned yourself and come into agreement with God. It is your season and it is your time. And I want you to know this because we're teaching about power and authority belongs to us. I want you to understand this and I'm going to continue to say it. For those of you who are choosing to obey God, no matter what, you will see five to one increase. You will see there will be a difference between you and them. And I don't mean you and the heathen. I mean, there is going to be a marked difference between those who are obeying God and those who are just going to church. There's going to be a marked difference. There is going to be a fog of favor over your life. There is going to be provision. There is going to be extreme harvest. Let me tell you something that I was, I was reading my Bible this weekend. So many times God says, if you honor me, I'll honor you. Let me tell you something. Those of you who have been honoring God in your obedience, this is your season to be honored. This is your season to be honored. You will be honored publicly. He is going to do it publicly. What you have done in private, the seeds you have sown, the way you have fasted, the way you have given, the way that you have sacrificed, you have forgiven, you have done those things. There is going to be an open show and we want to be in position to be able to stand and guard everything that God has given us Amen. and we need to know how to walk in the authority God has given us. And we've been given power. We've been given authority. We've been spending weeks talking about yes. how
1: that authority was transferred from Jesus Christ to ourselves when we became born again believers. So today that's what we're going to focus that's on. Focus the fact on. That, that as believers, we have power.
0: We have authority, and praise God, we have a right to use it. And we have a right to use it. So we're going to pray, and then we're going to go back to Amen. our foundational scripture, Colossians 2. All Amen. right? Amen. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we give you so much praise and so yes. much thanksgiving today. You are such a good, good yes God. Are, we thank you for how faithful you are to yes. us. We thank you that you are the God of multiple chances. You are the God of redemption. You yes. are the God of you turnaround. Are God of you redemption. are the God of restoration. Yes. You are the God of healing. Everything we Everything need can be found in you. And we thank you that when we could not keep ourselves right for you, You, when you sent Jesus so we could be redeemed. And now because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we don't have to live in sin. We don't have to live in struggle. And we don't have to live in suffering. We have been redeemed. And we thank you for this written word that tells us what's been made available to us. And so we hide your word in our heart that we might not sin against you. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are are our teacher the supreme teacher the master teacher the master instructor and that you reveal to us the will of God for our lives and you show us the way that we can go now we ask you right now to help us as we set our heart to have a heart of understanding to have ears that hear clearly yes. and eyes that see clearly we agree with heaven for our lives yes. and we thank you that because we believe there shall be a performance of the things you have said and And we declare in advance that this word will be confirmed with signs, wonders, and miracles, supernatural breakthrough, transformation, and lives that are never the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Now let's jump right into Colossians 2, 11 through through 15. The title today is Power and Authority Belongs to Men. Amen. Colossians 2, you know we've been reading this scripture for several weeks. It's so good. So rich. It says, Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of heart. Mm -hmm. All of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. For we have been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from death realm. This realm of death describes our former state Mm -hmm. when we were held in sin's grasp. but now now. we've been resurrected out of the realm of death, never to return for we are forever Forever alive alive. and forgiven of all All our our sins. sins. He canceled. Every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, he erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. soul. He deleted it all and they cannot cannot be retrieved. retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and And nailed permanently. permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all of the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them, every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He, was, he not was not their prisoner, no. they yeah. were he. Amen. Now, I just wanna say this, <laughs> Glory do to you God. guys understand Glory how God. if you continue to sit with one scripture, it continues to speak yeah. to you? Yeah,
1: it'll keep filling you.
0: We have been reading this scripture, what, for three or four yep. weeks now, right? And it becomes more alive every single time. Yes. That is why we don't despise repetitive mm-hmm. teaching. Last week, it really stood out to us that he has delivered our stained soul. Mm-hmm. So whatever happened in your soul, whatever happened, however you were injured, whatever mistakes you made, you don't have to stay there because Jesus dealt with that on the cross.
1: Which, so, which, which I love because what it says is not only does he get rid of the sin issue, he gets rid of that issue. The the, the the consequences of the sin issue which is just wonderful because you know you can make a mistake someone can forgive you for the mistake but you'll feel you can still feel bad about it. Jesus says look I'm taking care of both of those I'm taking care of the sin issue And the consequences of that sin on your soul, which is your mind, will emotions, your imagination, and your intellect.
0: Or someone did something. Or someone did something. So whether you did it or whether someone else did it, he removed the stain. Somebody say, I've been washed clean. I have been washed. I've been washed clean. I have been washed clean. This is so important for us to understand. Because now when we have a thought that says we are nothing, Mm -hmm. when we have a thought that says we can't do it, when we have a thought that says We are not worthy We need to open our mouths and say not true Because he took my sin and my stained soul He made me new He washed me new See, we're teaching you practically How you manage the thoughts that the enemy gives you Years ago, Pastor Creflo Dollar, he said this He said, you cannot stop a bird from flying over your head But you can stop one from building a nest in your hair Yep This means you cannot stop a thought, a thought that enters your head that says you're nothing, that says um, that you'll never be successful, that says you haven't been forgiven, that says you don't deserve a good life, that says you're depressed. But you can stop it from delivering, building a nest in your brain, a stronghold. How do you do that? You take this scripture right here. If you never had another scripture to stand on, this scripture right here is the scripture where you go, no, 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 no. I cannot be tainted because I just read right here that he canceled every legal violation against me. He erased and it I, all. He erased it all. <laughs> so you're trying to talk to right. me about something that right, I've been right, delivered from. Right. You hear me? That is the practical way that we respond when the enemy brings us thoughts that don't agree with God. And because many believers have never learned this, they don't exercise that authority. That's right. And when they get a thought that says they're nothing or whatever your thought is, you don't actually open your mouth and say, no, no, no that has been taken away from me and this is why it's so important as believers that we do not walk by our feelings Mm -hmm. this is why the teaching that they're doing in Ignite is I mean in Victory Zone is Mm -hmm. so important because they're teaching our kids yes you have emotions but you should not be led by emotions yes you have thoughts thoughts of failure thoughts of insufficiency thoughts of not being enough but those thoughts should not control your feelings you should not be led by that what should you be led by faith in this word Mm -hmm, right here mm -hmm. that your stained soul and your sin have been taken away so the first place of authority that you have to take guys is you have to begin to agree with God out of your mouth when you have a thought that does not agree with God
1: so that's what that's the first place that we recognize we have power and authority we have power and authority over what we choose to believe as truth Yes. When the enemy comes and he says all of those things you described, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm a failure, all of those things, I can choose to either believe that as truth or I can believe the word as truth. I am the person who have the power and the authority to decide what the final word is for me in that area. Yes. And so if I have made the word First place in my life, then when the enemy says that to me, I go back to to Colossians 2 and I say, Nope, he erased it all.
0: He erased it all. He erased it all. Everybody say that. He erased it all. Every
1: negative thought I had about myself, everything that anybody has ever tried to say about me, even the things I tried to say about me, he erased it all. I am now who he says I am. And, and, and that is, good, that is the way you, you practically fight off those
0: thoughts. It's, it's how you practically yes. exercise authority. Yes. And there are two things that we see that believers typically do. They either don't say anything, anything. they don't say anything, or they agree with the thought. Yep. They, they either don't say anything or they agree with the thought. And not saying anything is equivalent to not making a plan. It's and they not-
1: say that if you don't plan, then you plan to fail. Yes. So if you don't say anything, it's like you're accepting this truth. And if you agree with it, you accept this truth. So the only way to fight it is to say something different.
0: It's to say something different. So what am I going to say? I'm going to say what God says. That's why we keep coming back to this scripture right here, because this scripture tells me what God has said about me. Babe, do this one thing. You used to do this all the time when we were in live service. Talk about how, when you have us do the exercise where it's like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: And, and we, you know, it was powerful for me and I didn't, I didn't create it. Someone did it one time and it was a, it was revelation for me. And basically what they had us to do is they said, okay, uh, we were in a live service, you know, uh, and, and they said, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, sh- I want to show you that it is impossible for you to, to think a thought uh, at the same time that you're speaking. Uh, and, and, and what they had us to do is they said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to ask everybody, uh, to count in their head to 10. Okay. And they said, when I say go, you start counting in your head to 10. So if we were in live service, so, we'll, you'd be my model. Okay. Your model. And so, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you to count to 10 in your head. But when I say the word go, I want you to say your name. Okay. Um, And and then I want you to be aware of when you say your name, uh, what happens to the counting. Okay. Uh, So so start counting in your head. Go.
0: Sean Strickland.
1: What happened to the counting? You stop counting. It stopped counting. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, you try it. What what opening your mouth does, what speaking words does, is it interrupts the cycle. Uh, and sometimes that's the reason that we tell people y- the problem is is that you aren't saying more than the enemy is saying. Yes. You, you need to be talking more than the enemy's talking. If he's bombarding you with thoughts you need to be bombarding him with the word. With the word. Uh, but, but a lot of people can't do it because one, either they, they think that being silent is going to help them, or they think that uh or oh, they don't know enough word they <laughs> to don't bombard know enough it. Word. But I'm telling you, if you don't know anything else but this scripture, you can bombard all
0: of hell with this word right here. So you can take this scripture, guys, we if you listen, I know I know a lot of you don't memorize scripture. But if you would take this scripture and just memorize a couple of points out of this scripture, when you're sitting at your desk at work, when you're laying in bed, when you're watching TV and you hear a thought, see, understand if you would begin, just like many of you could feel um, that, that you can feel more excitement about this scripture because we keep reading it each week. If you would read this scripture every single day and get it in your heart, what would begin to happen is the devil would say you're nothing and you're never going to make it. And you say, all that's been canceled again. Me, it would begin to bubble up out of absolutely, you.
1: absolutely. Absolutely, if you go back to that very first, uh, I think it's verse 11, maybe see if y'all could pull that back up. Verse 11 and maybe verse 12. But look what look at what he says. Um, here it is right here it says, Through our union with him, right, we have experienced circumcision of heart. That when I read that, it says, Okay, because I'm with Christ now, my heart's been changed,
0: my heart's been changed, and yes. then it says,
1: And because my heart's been changed, all of what. The guilt, guilt and the power of sin has been what? Cut away. It's been cut away. Now, you know, I like cooking in the kitchen. When, when you're cooking, there are sometimes there are people uh, you take a piece of meat. There's something you don't want on there. You cut it away. Once it's been cut away, you can't put that back together. You you, you, you didn't just, you know, you cut a piece of fat off. It, it's gone. He literally takes that and he and he keeps Cut away our guilt in the power of sin. So, I, and when you go through this, you can just pick out little pieces. So that piece right there. And then the piece where he says he canceled out every legal violation against us. And then at the end, it says Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away uh, from them every weapon. So, when I say that, when the enemy's trying to bombard me, I say, you know what? You don't even have a weapon that can prosper against me. You've been stripped you don't of even all have a weapon. You're bluffing. You're bluffing. You're, bl- you're trying to pl- you call it. I'm, I call you a bluff on this word. Uh, you say no, this, You say this is what's going to happen if I serve the Lord. I call you a bluff. So you say I'm not good enough. I can't get the job. I call you a bluff because you're bluffing because you've been stripped of every power that you ever thought you had. All you're doing now is trying to convince me
0: that what you said is true. But I know you to be a liar. You know, this is so good because I, people are saying they went back and they said they did the exercise and they said it worked, mm. right? And here's the thing okay. that I think I think is important for us to remember. We've been doing church and preaching for a long time. Yeah. We've only been with some of these people less than a year. That's true. So there are things that we fundamentally understand that they've never heard us say. That's true. So I think it's beautiful to take this one scripture yeah. right here and to show them how we use the scripture yep. to take authority over the enemy, Absolutely. right? And so what we literally do is we will find one scripture. And we will meditate on that scripture. We will find multiple translations and yep. or one translation that really resonates to us. And then what we begin to do is we put that, um, we put that scripture in our heart until it becomes the response. <laughs> That's right. Angie said, he don't even have a weapon against me. He don't even he don't. have a weapon he against me. He bluffing. Now, the reason you guys are excited now, but let me tell you what has to happen for them. And we know this because we walk mm-hmm. this journey. This word has to get in your heart yep. so big that it's bigger than yeah bigger than what anything whatever 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 it's bigger than any diagnosis yep. it's any than, bigger than any prognosis yep. it's any the it's bigger than any bad report yep. it has got to come up out of you it you got to get enough and I think that we haven't talked about this as a whole in the body it's not enough to love Jesus. Yep. If you don't plant the word in your heart, you don't have anything to call on in times of trouble.
1: Because the word and I know and I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about singing. I'm Come not on. talking about shouting. Come on. I'm not talking about fasting. I'm not talking about attending church. I mean, the, or the word or the fellowship of church. No. The word
0: is our defense. The word is. Don't so put that in the comments. It defends us. And the truth of it is our word his word is our defense. No one's in your head but you. Yeah. So you you can't have enough word for me. That's no why power how. and authority belongs
1: to you. It belongs to me because you're the one who controls what gets to come in and stay,
0: or what gets to try to come in and gets expelled. Yes, you have that power. And so many of you have been tormented by something that has already lost its power over you. He don't because have any the weapons. enemy is bluffing He's you. Bluffing you. You see, here's the thing. Call his bluff. You don't know how much authority you have. And so he does things to you because you don't know how much authority yeah. you have but if you would just plant these four verses in your heart they would begin to ooze out of you yeah. really if you think about it if you didn't have anything else in the bible these four verses yeah. right here yeah. could sustain you. they could sustain these you. four verses could sustain yeah. you when the enemy comes to torment you when he comes to terrorize you when he comes to release his demons of fear on you you would just begin to say yeah. wait a Minute because even if you go back to the very first verse, it says through our union with him, we have experienced a circumcision of heart. You mm-hmm. said it's been cut away. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you said all of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away. If you think about it, there are really two things that keep us in bondage. It is either actually participating in sin mm-hmm. or the guilt of what we've done. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that the en- yep. when the enemy, if you're here's the enemy. That's why the Bible
1: says there, and I, and I, and I, now you know, I love this. Preach. It says there is now. Therefore, no condemnation to them that are in Christ. There is Walk no condemnation. Why, 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 why is there no condemnation? Because he's already cut away all of the sin and the power of sin, all the guilt and the power of sin. So when I know that, then when I start to have those irrational feelings,
0: I know they're not from God. It's not from God. It's not from God. So then if what what the enemy will do is that when if you're not practicing sin, mm-hmm. then he tries to bring up your past. Yep. He tries to talk about your wh- wh- what you did in the past, yep. why you don't qualify, what's wrong with you. So literally he uses <sighs> guilt and sin itself to keep you in bondage. But this scripture just told us that both of them have been cut away. Both of them, both have. Of them have been cut you away. You got a
1: new heart and he cut away the old stuff. Oh, He cut away, he gave you a new heart And he cut away any scar
0: tissue From all the other stuff that's been damaging you yes. You are brand new You are brand new, guys does this make sense Do you understand how you can practically Use this, do you understand Because it's not enough for you just to get excited Because understand, right. we get Excited because we know how to Use this scripture when we are not on camera yeah, right. We get excited right. because right. We, The word is literally a sword right. You use the word To cut yourself right. free this this is what
1: we preach to each other. This is what we <laughs> right. preach to each other, right?
0: right. This is how we get what, listen, it, it's so funny. Um, One of our partners, our virtual partners this morning, Angie posted how when the when the pandemic is over, how she was going, she needed to find a local church. And her granddaughter, grandson said to her, said to her, you already have a church. The lady who gets so excited on Zoom. (laughs) Zoom, Right. And I said, I wonder who he's talking about. She tagged Fellowship of Champions. But the truth of it is the reason that we get so excited is that we we're we're not. Hear me. We're not excited because of emotions alone. Yeah. We are excited because we know the power of the word to cut away what is trying to terrorize it us. It works.
1: It works. You know, I don't know. You know, you know people don't notice about me, but I love uh, watching on the Internet various hacks. You know, like how you can clean something or how you can fix somebody. I just love hacks, right? This scripture is a life hack. It is Ooh. a life. It, it is. It Ooh. is a. It is a hack for how you get over any situation in your life. Yes. And so, if you start to see this thing as a life hack, you you love it. You know, like the other day, I forgot what I was doing. I was doing something. And you was like, well, "How would you know how to do that?" And I was like, "Oh, I watched it on YouTube." You it watched it hack. on YouTube. It was well, a listen, hack. Listen, right? hacks give you these innate ability to do things that you didn't think were possible. That's what this word does. This word's a life hack for me. Uh, Because when I read this word, then I realize, okay, wait a minute. When the enemy shows up like this, all I got to do is answer like this. this. And, and And it works every time. It works every time.
0: This is so good, guys. This is so God. And then let's look at verse 15, and then maybe we'll go on to another scripture. It says, and then Jesus made a public spectacle of all of the powers and principalities of darkness. Right now, let me tell you all something that you may not know. Pastor was laughing me about this. Yesterday we watched Justice League, and one (laughs) of the things he laughs at me about is that you just got to know this about me. I can't stand, hear me? I cannot stand how in superhero movies how there is always something that represents the devil, that tries to act like he is so strong and so powerful that it takes everybody to defeat him. (laughs) She was so mad at Steppenwolf. Oh, I can't stand it. And the reason I can't stand it is because I read in my Bible that it says that when iniquity was found in the heart of the enemy, he lifted up his eyes and found himself out of the presence of God. So I can't stand this narrative that the, because the, and, and why does this narrative exist? This narrative exists because the Bible says that the That he is the god of this world, Mm -hmm. so he basically controls the airways. Mm -hmm. And one of the things he does in the airways is that he makes himself look bigger than he Mm -hmm. is, he makes himself look more powerful than he Mm -hmm. is. But as we were watching the movie, one of the things that you said is that you didn't realize that Stephen Wolf was being actually controlled, he was being controlled by his own fear Mm -hmm. to somebody else. So that's what you need to understand about any demon. Any demon is actually being controlled by his own fear to. To the defeated one yeah. they already know they're defeated yeah. Yeah. they're hoping you don't know that they're defeated but the bible says in case you don't know that they're defeated jesus made a public spectacle. Do you know what a public spectacle is? A public spectacle is what happens at the end of every superhero movie. At the end of every superhero movie where the superhero has gotten all his strength together and all of a sudden he sends the enemy back to the alternative universe or he crushes and defeats the enemy. Literally, they got that from the Lord. They they got it from the Lord and it has a deep meaning in history. If you look throughout various
1: civilizations, anytime they wanted to intend Intimidate anytime they wanted to incite, anytime they wanted to give a message, they took someone who was powerful. Right, that they had captured, and they took them to the square or to some public place. They either executed them, they beheaded them, they stuck their head in a pole. They did something to send a message to everybody out there to know this is what you don't want to do if you don't want to end up like this. So, in my mind, when I read this, I go, Oh, that's what Jesus did. That's what he Jesus went to did. hell and got the main one. He ain't messing with no little imps and principalities and powers, he got the main one. The <laughs> Took him, stripped him in the public square, took all of his power, all of his authority from him, stuck his head on a pole and said, If any demon think you could ever come and try anything, just remember this. I, and when, then gave us that same power and when, authority. When, do you know
0: what a bad dude Jesus got to be? He went to his place. Jesus went. It is like y'all this. gotta, you can't y- just y- read the y- y- Bible. Bible. You Please. gotta read the Bible. You gotta put some imagination with this thing. Jesus didn't beat him in heaven, Mm -mm. although he he already had, and Jesus didn't beat him on earth, although he already had. Jesus went to the place where he was respected and thought the baddest of the bad. He put on humanity to get into to have a covert operation to get into hell. And when he got into hell, he stripped off his humanity (laughs) and said, guess who's here, Mm -hmm. punk? And then he (laughs) took the keys out of his hands and it was nothing the devil could do about it. And then he came back to earth and said, here y'all, Oh, here are the keys. Take them and do what you want to do with them. Now, check this out though. Mm, I know you want to preach, mm, but check no, this out though, could. right? Go ahead. At the end of at the end of the movie yep. that we watched yesterday, right? In spite of that beating, the dude, the 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 evil dark side. Dark side still said he was coming back. Yep. See, understand. The dark side, the enemy, he already know he's been defeated. So what he's looking for is someone who don't know that he's been defeated. Mm -hmm. And when he's terrorizing you in your mind, when he's keeping you in poverty, when he's keeping you in sickness, when he's doing all of that things, he is counting on the fact that you don't know the keys you've already been given, which is why I can't stand to hear believers say this is what God go do. This is what God make me over. No, he's already made you over. Now you got to stand up in your authority and know who you are.
1: Which is why this scripture says Jesus, Jesus then made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all of their spiritual authority. And he says he, so he he took the weapon away and he took any." authority that they had to even make the weapon uh valuable or, or, or make it make it so that it would work right he took it away from them so when i read this i can literally feel confident saying the enemy has no power over me. the enemy me.
0: has no power over me and i, and I, and I can feel confident in saying and saying it and the only way i want y'all to hear me the only way that the enemy gets power over you is your disobedience yep. because when you choose, that is why we press obedience we press obedience because even Jesus had to obey, he did. even Jesus had to obey. So we press obedience because obedience is all. I want y'all to hear me. The only spiritual warfare strategy that you will ever need is obedience. Yes. If you the reason Jesus was able to do everything we just said yeah. is because he obeyed the Father. Yeah. Jesus obeyed the Father. So if you want to stay in this realm, and and what happens for people sometimes is you'll get free in one area, right? You'll get free in another in one area, but then you'll practice disobedience mm-hmm. in another area. And if you give the enemy, see the enemy is. I want you to look at the words, the script, the words that they use in the scripture right here. They use the words like they use legal terms. They use words like. Authority. Mm -hmm. They use words like power. Understand the enemy is a legalist. So if I practice disobedience, he will say to God, They have given me access to their life. Mm -hmm. You understand? I want you to hear me that when you practice disobedience, what you literally give Satan the right to say to God is, I know that you shed your blood for them, but they have given me access Mm -hmm. to their life. That is the reason we push. Obedience, because obedience is the way that I say. Not only am I saved, but I've closed the door. You don't belong here. What
1: Pastor Ref said: obedience is our best weapon. It's
0: our best weapon, and it's really. And here's the thing: people go, "Well, what about prayer?" what I want you to hear this: what about prayer? What about fasting? What about all of those things? I want y'all to hear me, guys. If you are praying, if you are fasting, and you are giving, and you are living the rest of your life in disobedience, even though you're using those weapons, they aren't helping you. What's
1: the point in praying? to get wisdom on what to do and then not do it come on that, that makes no sense what's, what's what's the point in doing that so yeah i pray yeah i fast yeah i give i do all of those things but i do those things as a act of obedience as an act of obedience if i'm not doing as an act of obedience then 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 they're they're useless tools yeah it's like trying to use a screwdriver to to nail a nail into the wall yeah it's the wrong tool it's the wrong it doesn't make any sense so yeah uh you know teaching good today and and so which which really gets us into it ties it's why it's why hebrews dovetail into this scripture so well because hebrews two and one just reminds us of what you just said it says this is why it is so crucial Right. That we be all the more engaged and attentive to the truths that we have heard so that we do not drift off course. That's why I got to pay attention to what I'm to what I'm allowing to come into my head. It's why I got to pay attention to what I'm allowing myself to meditate on. It's why when bad things happen, I can't just be like saying stuff out of my mouth is reckless, like, you know, I never catch a break or, or this always happened to me or I'm never going gonna, to gonna get on top. I mean, I can't let my mouth say those kinds of things. Why? Because those things cause me to do what? Drift off course. And if I drift off course, then I'm not remembering the things I'm supposed to be remembering, which is some of the things like in
0: Colossians 2, 11 through 15. I'm not remembering those things. So, but So what I'm hearing you say is that it's not just enough to hear this. I got to engage with it. You got to engage it and be attentive to it. Yes. I have to protect it. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart for out of it, flow the issues of life. So I have to be careful what I let in my heart. I have to be careful who I let advise me. I have to be careful who I let speak into my life. And it's one of the things that over the years that we've gotten some slack from, but we've seen some great results from, right? People think, even sometimes our own family, think that we take things too seriously. They
1: think we're extreme.
0: They think we are extreme. But let me tell you, our extremity has caused us to live in extreme blessing.
1: We believe in radicalism, radically obeying God. We believe in (laughs) radically
0: obeying God. We believe in, you know, people always are laughing, man, we wish we could come spend time at your house you probably really don't want to come. The first it.
1: 30 minutes probably be pretty cool, but you're going to fool around and say something that is, that is anti the word. You're going to say something like, and I don't mean like, like, like cussing or nothing like that. I mean, you're going to say something like, well, you know, uh, everybody get depressed sometimes. And we're going to be like, Whoa. the devil is it's alive. It's going to be a whole preaching. It's, it's going to be a whole preaching. <laughs> Cause we sermon. just do not believe that, yeah. you know, we just, we, and we don't let those things slide because if you do, you end
0: up off course, you end up off course. You end up off course. So we want to be engaged. Look at what Hebrew says. Yes. Someone says, "What is TPT? It is the Passion Translation." Yes, the passion Translation. This is why it is crucial. Understand what the word crucial yes. means. It, it, it means it is more important than anything else. It is crucial, <laughs> it is crucial. that we all be more engaged mm-hmm. and attentive to the truth we have heard, yes. so we don't drift off course. The truth That's of it is word. that many of you—it's <laughs> not that you don't hear—you don't know the truth, right? It's that you drift off course yeah. is that when something doesn't happen in your life when you don't get married in the time you think you should when you don't get the house in the time that you think you should when something doesn't work like you think it should you drift off course when you're having thoughts that bombard your mind you drift off course he says no 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 it is crucial that we are all the more engaged so what i hear him saying is that if the enemy is attacking with me, my self-esteem, I'm going to get more engaged with the word. Yes. If the enemy is attacking me and my money or my body, I'm going to get more engaged in the word. So instead of running away, I'm going to run to the thing. That's my defense. And, and
1: here when I when I when I when I read this and I see
0: that last sentence, the last part of that
1: sentence, he says, so that we don't drift off course. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm visual. So that paints a picture for me. Mm-hmm. So what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a, a, a small boat. in in, in a lake Mm. and where that small boat has now dropped anchor. The reason you drop anchor is so you don't drift away from where you are. Most people don't allow this word to become an anchor for their soul. This word doesn't become a part of their mind, their will, their emotions, their imagination, and their intellect. And so because they don't use this word as an anchor, uh, they use it as something that excites them. You know, but, but, but when trouble comes and this is your litmus test, do you drift? Because if you drift when trouble comes, don't beat yourself up. Be accountable to yourself and say, "Wait a minute, I don't believe this word as much as I thought." And then so you go back and you study and you read and you you just inundate yourself with this word more and more and more. You know the 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 reason that people Jeez. the reason that people are able to become such adherent believers to certain things is because of how much time they spend with it. You take somebody who is a sneaker head, right? Sneaker head, I, I don't know a lot about sneakers. I mean, it's a tennis shoe to me. It's a. I like it whether it's got the right color or not. The fact that not. you
0: still call them tennis shoes. But T- tennis shoes and sneakers, right? right. right. <laughs> the fact that I still call
1: them tennis shoes lets you know. But if you meet a real sneaker head, they can tell you, they can look at a shoe and be like, that's the Jordan so-and-so, so-and-so. It dropped on this day and this day and this day. Why? Because they have spent so much time with them sneakers. You find somebody who loves cars, they can look at a car and tell you, oh, that's a Shelby so-and-so. That's a that's a that's a, it's got so-and-so horsepower. Why? Because they love cars. You take somebody who loves clothes or purses, Ooh. they can look at something. Oh, that's that's a birkin bag from from, from, from 2018 season. Why? Because they spent so much time. But when the enemy comes to you, come on. When the enemy is trying to get you to abort your destiny, have you spent enough Enough time time with the word word Ah. so that you can recognize what it is and say, oh no, Colossians 2, 11 through 15 tells me that he's already cut away. Every guilt and every power and result of sin. The Bible already tells me that He has already made a public spectacle of the enemy. Uh uh-uh, uh, the Bible already tells me there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh uh-uh, uh, the Bible already tells me that, that all I have to do is remember what He's already done and I ain't drifting off course.
0: I'm staying here no matter what comes my way. You better preach. It, it, I I got two examples right here. <laughs> when people don't love the word cuz people need practical examples you told okay. me, that, right? A lot of people watch one division and they didn't get it. Yep. They didn't get it because they are only vaguely interested in coming. Yep. But we got some friends yep. that when there was something you didn't understand in that first episode, Absolutely. they literally sent us so many links. They sent us so many, they said you need to watch this, 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 and this, and this, and this. When I got through watching all of that, I saw one division a totally different way, right?
1: Oh, but you know what? What, what you did is you didn't sit there in ignorance.
0: I didn't sit there in ignorance So when the
1: enemy comes at me And I can't fight back I don't sit there In ignorance I, don't I run there. to the word I, I
0: no no. Or no, I run no, to somebody who I, can give me That word I found some. No 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 no. and let me tell you what we didn't do to them When they were sending us the link We didn't tell them they didn't know what they were talking about We didn't tell them they didn't know what they was talking about We didn't, they didn't, they we didn't about. say well, worked for you but it don't work for me And we didn't tell them we <laughs> had time to do that Because if we wanted to understand one division What we yeah. needed to do is we need to follow After yes. those who through faith and patience Had yes. already received the promise to understand and yes, one division, yes. right? One division. Now, I what, know we're talking about comics, but listen, the comics are preached to you. The comics are preached to you. And <laughs> what we find is that many times what happens is, is that believers, because you don't value the word, and I want you to hear me. We don't mind praying for you, yep. but because you don't value the word, that's why you always need someone to pray. For you you. got to
1: put some skin in the
0: game. You don't. Have I tell people all the time: the I will
1: pray for you. I will help you to understand how to read the Bible, but I'm not going to read it for you. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to memorize scripture so that every time you call me, I can give you a scripture. You got to have some skin in the game. You, gotta have you some got. Skin. It's got to be important to you as just as anything else is to you. If you know about every episode of, of, of Insecure, if you know about every kind of car you know about every kind of purse you know about every kind of sneaker or tennis shoe (laughs) then you can
0: can find out about this word if it's important to you okay here's a good example though for myself okay i love football okay right i love football but the truth of it is i'm not really a student of football Mm. i really just like to watch the game i like the interactions but the truth of it is, you don't actually like to watch football as much as I do, Mm-mm. but I can stop the game and be like, babe, what what defense did they run right there? And you can look at me and tell me, because you know a little bit more, right? But we can call Chase upstairs yeah. and say Chase, and Chase will be like, they ran such and such defense and two he years can,
1: ago. You can look at it, you can freeze it, he'll, he'll tell you what cover they in, he can tell you where everybody's supposed to be, who's got who, he can pretty much tell you whose route is, what, what route they're going to run based on that.
0: And he'll be telling you for a team he don't even know who <laughs> right. that secondary and third, third third um third player is in that position right he knows that he under he knows that because of the time yep. that he has spent in it pastor cynthia taught me this years ago years and years ago she said sean i can teach you she said, but I cannot give you that which cost me nothing. I cannot. She says, there's no way in the world. She said, I cannot give you yep. that which cost me something. Yep. She And what she was saying to me and what she got me to understand is that in order for us to teach this message to you right now, we have individually spent seven, eight, nine hours mm-hmm. studying for this one hour that we're going to give you, which is why it's so difficult to teach it in just one hour. And we've
1: only gotten it. We know we're not going to get much, but we've we're only gotten to the first two
0: scriptures, We just to the first two <laughs> scriptures. There is no way in the world that I'm gonna spend seven, eight, nine hours a week studying three scriptures and you're gonna hear me teach it and get excited and you're gonna have the same confidence about it that I do. You're just simply not going to do it. But you can spend that same time though. But you can spend (laughs) that same time so that you can grow up. Because if you don't, I love what Kimberly said. What are we choosing to be a student of? And I yep. want to say this. Some of you you're choosing to be a student of your flaws. Yep. You're choosing to be students of your trauma. You know, oh, I that's good. Teach- you. You, you know cho-
1: more about your flaws and, and you know more about your trauma than what than God about said or what God has do. said about you. You do.
0: And mm. I and I I you I, I, I used to say this all the time in Soul Shift. That's and good. I believe that it's one of the mistakes that people make. I believe that people feel like they have to search in darkness for light. That people always want to know, well, why did I think that? Mm. Why did I feel that? Why did I do that? At some point, all I need to know is that it doesn't agree with what God said. And I need to
1: think a new thought.
0: And I need to think a new thought. I just need to
1: choose to think something new. I don't know why I thought what I thought. It don't even matter why I thought what I thought. What I
0: know is I need to think something new. I need to think something new. Mm -hmm. And so now, instead of rehearsing The question I ask my students all the time is, are you willing to learn something different? Mm. So we're telling you that you have power and authority. Are you willing to learn how to walk in power and authority? Are you willing to take Colossians and put it in your heart until it produces something different? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to acknowledge? Because you said this earlier and um, I wanted to go back to it. When you said that sometimes you just got to say, I don't believe this word like I thought I did over the 20 something years we've been in ministry. Mm-hmm. How many times have we been like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't believe this. Like I think I do what something's going on right here. Well, you got to be honest
1: with yourself. I mean, a lot of people, that's the, that's their main problems. They won't be honest with themselves. Come on. There have been times that we that I, I can honestly say there have been times I said, oh, I'm, I got faith for X, Y, and Z. Right. And then when X, Y, and Z didn't happen the way I thought, I, I was like, oh man, well, maybe that ain't the right thing. That is it. That's, that's, that's a, a gateway for me to now judge, wait a minute. Just because it did. Who who told you it was going to happen? God. If God told me it was going to happen and it didn't happen, that don't mean that I throw away what God said. That is when I learned to fortify my faith. And there's been times in my life where I've had to walk through and learn to do that. But if you won't be brutally honest with yourself and you won't say, you know what? I thought I believed the word in a way that that I realize now I don't. So let me go back and share that up. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing People wrong with think that. That's, it's not failure. It's like if you decided, okay, I'm going to run a marathon. And you ran the marathon and you only got 13 miles in. And you go, you know, I just can't make it. I wasn't ready. I thought I was ready. You don't just say, I'm never going to run a marathon. You go back and train. You go back and train so you can eventually run the marathon. When I miss it in on my assignment, as I'm as I'm walking this thing out, because we say all the time, we are what? Growing, growing
0: and, and becoming. becoming. So as I'm growing and becoming, if I miss it, I go back to the word and I keep training. I go back to the word and I keep training. Is this making sense to you guys? Listen, we I mean, here is a good example. If you ever feel like um, like if you've ever gone off on somebody yes. when you thought you had more self control. You don't. Now the Bible says the guilt, the guilt has been cut away. You repent and then you get more word in you, right? Pressure reveals what's in me. Because pressure reveals what's in me. And it's important that you don't just try to think something different. We're not talking about just thinking something different. Because
1: that's about mentally ascending. Yeah. You're just going to get into mental ascent. Mental ascent is great until pressure comes. But we live in a life of pressure. We live in a life of pressure and mentally ascending is great, but mentally ascending will not work when, pr- when, when enough pressure comes, if enough pressure comes and squeezes you, you might think you an apple, but if you're really an orange and that pressure comes, you're going to squirt juice, orange juice, because that's what you are.
0: <laughs> okay. Here is a great example from my own life, right? Here's a great example from my own life. It, it's a funny story. I've told it before. It okay. happened between me and you. Um, I, um, I don't really like other people dogs, right? Okay. I'm right. a lot better than I was right. because we did all the walking last summer, right. but I don't really like other people dogs. Right. And you were trying to get me to admit that I was scared of other people's dogs. Mm-hmm. And I just wouldn't say that I was scared of other people dogs. So this one day we have to go pick up Canaan at a friend's house. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Right. And, and it's a pretty long way Between the door and the truck, so I get out to walk to the door, (laughs) and when I get out to walk to the door, what did you do? I I went. (laughs) So you, he barks like this huge dog, (laughs) and y'all, I just froze. I froze because this is what I'm thinking, and I was like, "Why don't? Why didn't you at least run back to the truck?" No, no, (laughs) I just froze because I'm like, "Is." I heard a big dog and I don't know if I should go to the door or if I should go back to the truck. And then I just said, if I just stand here, if it's a really big dog, Strick will protect me. That's what I thought. But I turned to look at you and you are standing outside of that truck, just crying and laughing. Because the truth of it is, I was trying to act like I had mastery over mm-hmm. something I did not have. Uh-huh. And so one of the things that I really did, okay, well, well why don't I like other people's dogs? Because when <laughs> I was a kid, I got bit by somebody right. else's right. dog. Right. That's why. <laughs> so what happened is, is that when we would walk, you, you, you would be like, you would you would just be like you got to keep walking, you got to keep, keep moving, you got to keep moving. So this one day, so I feel like I got mastery over dolls, yeah, right? Okay. This one day, you don't walk with me, right? And this doll starts barking, and I'm like, I should go home. And the Lord says, so you trust strict more than you trust me. There you go. You don't think I know which way to you take go. you, so you're not gonna there get go. injured. And so it was there a big go. thing for me, and I was thinking that because here is what fear and limits and not walking in in the word will do, and it's a simple example yeah. right here. We've lived in that neighborhood for almost 20 years mm-hmm. until we started doing the 100 mile challenge. I would never walk outside of the neighborhood even though there was a park right up the street mm-hmm. because in truth, even though I was trying to say I wasn't afraid of dogs, I really was afraid of dogs. Yep. So I wouldn't go. But you kept mentally ascending. But I kept mentally saying, "I'm not really afraid of dogs. I'm not, afraid I'm not really, the I'm no not really afraid of no no dogs." No and then it was like, "Well, why you bark? Why you jump every time a dog barks or something <laughs> like that?" Right? And I think some of it is I'm trying to give you a practical example. Here's the practical example. If I say I believe God for provision, and then when there is no provision, I get sick to Mm. my stomach, I panic and Mm. I cannot go to sleep. Or I get mad at God. Or I get mad at God, I get offended with God. Then I have to come on and admit, God, I want to trust you more, mm-hmm. but I don't really trust you for provision because the Bible says he desires truth in the inward parts. Well, that's
1: how Jesus respected the man who said, Lord, I believe. But help, but my, help unbelief. my unbelief. He said and what it was. But in the essence, what he was saying is, Lord, I want to believe. I want to believe. Will you help me to believe? Well, you we and how does the Lord help you to believe? Well, for us, He's given us His word. Word. So, if, so if I'm not believing, I go back to His word. I go back I to His I get more word. word on it. I I eat more word. You know, eat natural food. If you eat a whole bunch of natural food, you're gonna get full. Well, if you, the same thing is true in the spirit. If I eat a whole lot of the word,
0: I'll get full on that word. All right. So we clearly not gonna finish our notes today. Oh no, we clearly oh, not no. gonna finish our notes today. But I want to say this: many of you, you're full but you're not full on the word.
1: You full on junk food. You full on junk (laughs) food. Oh, wow. You
0: full on pop culture. Mm. You full on what other people Mm. are saying. you, You fool. Mm. But you're not full on the word. Mm. And because you're full on something that does not protect you mm. it's the reason you don't have space for the word.
1: You're not eating real food. You're
0: not eating real food. Wow. One of the things that we talk about wow. now is talking about getting away from processed wow. food. Many of you, you are full on processed wow. food. You are full on what everybody else has said about you. You are full on your mistakes, but you don't give attention to the word. And I wow. want you to hear me. You have authority. You do. And you have power. Yes. But if you will not give the word the right place and and, and, I, and i it's so important i got to teach you this because many of you you've memorized scriptures but those scriptures don't have no life in you
1: because life you haven't you haven't anchored yourself in yes you haven't anchored yourself in those, in those yes.
0: scriptures. yes and so you can quote a scripture here's a good example it, 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 every time i ever post something about obedience somebody says obedience is better than sacrifice most of the people who say it don't even know what it means right. they don't even contextually know what it means that 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 is one obedient scripture it is not the answer for every time we're talking about obedience (laughs) (laughs) but it's a scripture that you heard over and over again so it comes out so what happens for many people is that you've done memorization but for those of you who do know some word you've done memorization but not meditation Mm -hmm. you've memorized but you're not meditating meditation is what makes that thing meditation is what makes it alive in joshua one when he says to joshua meditate on the word day and night he did not say repeat it yep meditation is not the process of repeating Mm -hmm. that is not what meditation is Mm -hmm. when kids are learning multiplication and kids are learning abcs they are not doing that through meditation they are doing that through memorization which we would just call rote memory it's Mm -hmm. the just the ability to pull it up and to know what it is but understand you can know what seven times seven is without being able to explain what seven times seven is sure you can, you can know that, you can have that multiply. Many of you, you have some scripture on the inside of you, but it has not become alive. Mm. Why? Because you have not engaged your soul. Your soul is your mind, will, emotions, intellect, and imagination. When God told Joshua to meditate, He told Joshua to get his imagination mm-hmm. involved in what He was doing. That's in his what I life. was saying
1: earlier. Your imagination, when you read the word, your imagination ought to be
0: involved. It ought to
1: paint this descriptive picture and examples that are unique to you because the Holy
0: Spirit will teach you through those examples. Absolutely. So Joshua only knew victory through moses as the leader Mm -hmm. and moses was dead so now god said to him i'm about to do for you what i did for moses Mm -hmm. now you've got to in essence that scripture says joshua Quit being scary. And the way you're going to quit being scary is that you're now going to meditate and see yourself as the leader leading them to Mm -hmm. victory. So when I say something like God is not giving me the spirit of fear, but a power, love and sound mind, what does that mean? Right what is the visual that goes along with that? Because if it's just words, it has not become meditation and it's not going to produce. I I can be quoting that scripture and standing flat foot in the middle of a well of field. I can be quoting it. I can be quoting that God is my source while shaking in my boots because I can't see where the money's coming from. My job is to take a scripture and to ask God so this scripture right here this is the reason we can give y'all all all of these illustrations from Colossians is that we say okay God what does it mean for guilt and power to be cut away Mm -hmm. what does that look like what does that look Mm -hmm. like give me a visual in my own life of what it means for guilt and the power of sin to be cut away and then God like here's a great thing
1: the Holy Spirit give it something so unique for you that it literally Burns that image into your mind so that you're not able to forget it.
0: And one of the things that he gave me was this thing that I didn't have to go off because somebody was going off. Mm. And he began to show me myself walking away. He began to show me myself Mm. not striking out Mm. that that was the freedom that he had given me, that I didn't have to let other people control me. That became the visual for me. Mm. I want you to hear me. You're never going to stop cussing people out if in your meditation you still cussing people out. Right. If in your meditation you're still saying if they do this, this is what I'll do. I'll bust them in the face. You go act like that in the pressure situation because you are you're you're memorizing something while you're meditating on something yeah. else. Yeah. It is important, guys, that we meditate on this word. Well, people and and people know how to
1: meditate because that's why you say to people, Well, if so and so did this, what would you do? And they can tell you everything they would do because they've meditated on what they would do. And so it is important that you meditate on that on the word because meditation is what causes that word to get anchored in you. And I am telling you, you don't know what you know until pressure comes.
0: You don't know what you know until
1: pressure comes. You don't know what you know till
0: pressure comes. Anybody ever took a test and you thought you knew it? anybody ever took the test and you thought you knew the material and then what you have found out what you have found out was that when the pressure of that test came you did not know what the heck you was talking about and the
1: Bible even talks about that's that that's why we actually give thanks uh, for, 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 for when temptations and trials and tribulations come why because we know that they come to do two things to reveal what's in us and then if we do the right thing that if we if, if we if it shows up that we don't we're not what we thought we were, we go back to the word to become it. No, those are those are the two yeah. things. Say it again. Trials and tribulations. They come. The Bible says to to make us stronger, to work out our patience, consistency, all those things we know. But the issue is it really comes to do two things. One, to show us because God already knows a trial or a temptation comes to show us what is really in us. And then if we if we if you want to call it fail, if we fail the test, then it, it it shows me it points me back to the word so I can get more training so that when that trial temptation comes again and it will come again, and it will come again. I can
0: pass it, and it will come again.
1: So that's why I thank God for whatever shows up in my life, whether it be good or bad, because what I know is the word allows me to be victorious over every situation.
0: And there is no better feeling, guys, than when you have meditated on that word. And that word has gotten so big on the inside of you and what used to dominate you, you're now dominating And that is what authority looks like. And if
1: you can rehearse the negative thing that you would do, you can rehearse a positive. Yes. You can if you can rehearse yourself losing, you can rehearse yourself winning. Yes. If you can rehearse yourself dying from some sickness, then you can you can you can you can meditate and see yourself healed.
0: Yes. Amen. If you can rehearse your sadness, you can rehearse your happiness. Come on now. Come on. You can. Come on. And and listen, guys, if you're going to walk in authority, you're never going to fully walk in authority until you get enough word that does what Romans 12 and 2 says. Be transformed by by
1: the the renewing of of your your
0: mind so that you may prove, you may prove in your own life what is that good and perfect will of God for your life. life. See, there is a good, perfect, and acceptable will of God for your life. There may be lots of things you're out here doing that God didn't call you to, but there is a perfect will of God for your life. But you cannot get there until you give the word first place. We want you to walk in authority this year. We want you to walk in authority for the rest that of your power
1: life. And you we have want you to. the authority. We want, we want you
0: as believers and partners of FOC to begin to exercise that power. And if and we, and we have to teach you this way so you can grow up. Yep. Because many of you have been in church a long time and you're still getting beat up by the same thing. Yes. And many of you are new and you've never been taught that you can practically use the word. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get ready to give today, but let me tell you what I want you to do. I want y'all to dig into Colossians 2. I want Colossians 2 to become your defense. I want you to get in that scripture and I want you to find you a translation that really resonates with you. And I want you to everything the enemy throws at you this way, this week, I want you to see if you can't find an answer for it in them four verses. Yeah. Whatever he says to you, whatever someone else says to you, whatever you think, whatever someone says about you, I want you to see if you cannot find the answers in that four verses of scripture.
1: I think that these four verses of scripture will help people when they start to get rooted in it. It'll stop some of the negative self-talk that they have. Some of the
0: negative self-talk. I don't think a
1: lot of people have a lot of experiences all the time from outside influences. There are some, but I'm a firm believer in that we do the most detriment to ourselves. We 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 spend more time with us than anybody else. What what goes on in between our two ears is 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 massively important to what gets projected to the world and what gets sent back to us. And if we aren't careful, we will self sabotage ourselves by our own thoughts and words. This scripture, these this these, scripture, these these verses birthed. of scriptures in Colossians 2, 11 through fifteen, and listen. Read it out of the King James, read it out of the Passion Translation, read it out of the Message, read it out of the Life Version, Amplified. read it Amplify, the, the Tree of Life, the, in the New Living Translation, the, the NIV, uh, the God's Word. Yes. Somebody says, oh, my God, how can we read out of all that? Listen, just go to BibleGateway.com. Go to BibleGateway.com, type in Colossians 2, 11 through 15, and it's a whole list of it's Bibles you probably list. ain't never even seen. And just just read them all because some one one may not even. Uh resonate with you but another one may have a word in it that goes wow that painted a whole new picture for me it's the reason why when i teach i tell people this scripture right here coming from the passion translation this one's coming from the Amplify. this one's coming from god's word this one coming from esv this one coming from niv why because i want to i read them in multiple places because i need to have the most robust
0: picture i can get robust picture because what it does yes. it paints a picture for me and when i get a picture of something you don't forget it. And some of y'all fighting to hang on to the King James and you don't even understand what it means. You don't don't even understand what it means. You You can't hardly even read it right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So just get get you something uh, you know and people argue about whether or not uh, you know first of all none of the translations you're
0: going to read is the original. Unless you can read Greek and Hebrew. Hebrew. right. so did y'all get something out of this and who's going to commit this week to Colossians? Who's gonna I need to see it in the comments. I will commit it. I'm in. Who got something out of this? And there and you now understand Think of it like this. If you needed a personal trainer. And that personal
1: trainer said on this week what i want you to do is i want you to practice your form in your push-ups if you believed and trusted your personal trainer you would practice your form in your push-ups we are your spiritual trainers personal (laughs) trainers (laughs) we are we are not telling you what we think we are telling you what we know has worked for us spend some time this week on this now if you're doing bible studies and other stuff that's great but fit this in there don't don't neglect this Fit this in there, and I'm telling you, it will change your life. And once you get and once people get used to doing it with this scripture, then you can move to other scriptures. Then you can move, to other and I'm scriptures. telling you, the word becomes alive to you,
0: it becomes alive to you. You know, we were um, Ralph was teaching the other night, and he was talking, we just they're putting up the scriptures how you can give if you want to give your life to the Lord. We want to invite you to do that, yeah. You if can you give them, give the five, your push life,
1: tidily, all that growing. We,
0: we want that up. Uh, well, Ralph was talking about how one of the jobs of pastors. Don't make it grievous yeah. to um for your pastors to lead you. And we, when we were watching the movie yesterday, right? I was talking about how that pastors really are like superheroes. If you watch superhero movies, pastors run in, they save the day, they fight demons, they do all of this different <laughs> stuff. And then literally, when they tell the people how to stay free, so many of the people like, we ain't gonna do that we ain't listening to you we ain't gotta listen to you you trying to be the boss of us you trying right to control me. you trying to control us right and then the superheroes and the pastors have to come back because the, the
1: dark side come back Cause <laughs> the dark side
0: come back and they got to come back and rescue you. i want you to grow up to the point that you say I don't want to keep going back to the dark side. Yeah, and I right. get it that for some of you, the dark side ain't fornication and the dark side ain't adultery and it's not cussing people out, but it is the way you're tormenting in your mind and struggling with depression. It is the way that you are holding yourself back financially. It is the way that you keep being friends with people who don't really like you and treat you well. We would like to encourage you that this year of release is the year that you release immaturity yeah. that you say, I'm not going to stay on milk for the rest of life. I'm not going to always have to be pumped up. I'm not going to always have to be rescued. Why? Because at some point you should be able to come in and help rescue someone else. And I was thinking about this guys. I really want y'all to think about this. The truth of it is, is that for many, many believers, you can't be trusted to give spiritual advice Mm. because when you get off a church, when you start talking to people, you tell people what you think. You don't tell people what the words say because you're full of what you think and not what the word says. And so that is that double life thing that Pastor Edwin and I have been talking about that we want you to work out of that you're not multiple people that you put down the milk and you begin to learn to eat the strong side. Why? So that you can keep yourself free so we can go free other people. One of the reasons that a lot of churches have trouble really growing and flourishing and impacting is that people, the Bible says it like this, when you should be a teacher, you're still having the need need to to be be taught. There is at some point, we should not have to be talking to you about cussing people out and whether you're going to tithe and whether you're willing to participate in the corporate fast. You should be like, let's get it because we see the results and now that that I have been delivered. There are more people to get delivered. Yep. Amen? Amen. Caleb said, I will be able to do the saving. I release having to be saved. Amen. And if you don't practice obedience, that's not gonna be your story. Yeah. So just grow up, guys, because we want y'all to walk in this authority. But the centurion soldier told us you only can walk in authority to the degree that you, you under You authority.
1: are under authority.
0: And if you're not under authority, you're not under God's authority. You're not under our authority. Then you're not going to be able to operate in authority. And literally the enemy just says to God, they practice disobedience. Let me have. them." Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just the way it works. Yep, we it. don't want that to be your life. Yep. We don't want that to be your life, but we can't make you do anything else. Mm-hmm. So participate with us by helping us help you stay free. Yes. The, every teaching we give is designed to help you get free and stay free. Make a decision to stay free. Yep. We, love y'all. we love you. all
1: We love you. Somebody asked the question, you know, why we don't spend more time uh, talking about giving. Well, and, and I want to just explain. That. OK, it's not that we don't think it's important. What we believe is that if we teach you to obey god you don't have to talk about giving so much why because you will hear god when he says to give you will know that it's important to give to the ministry so that we can do all the things that we talk about we do every single week. So Pastor Sean and I desire is not to come on and, and, and do the equivalent of taking uh, four virtual offerings. <laughs> we talk about it in the announcements maybe, and we talk about it at the end because we are firm believers. Number one, that whatever we need, God is gonna make available he for will. us. And he'll raise up people to do that, whether, whether, we, whether we know those people or not. But we do think it's important. And so yes, to the person that asked that question, we think giving is important but we don't spend so much time talking about just giving because we are a firm believer that if we teach you about obedience, the church will have everything that it needs, Everything everything that it needs, and everything that it's called to do, the resources and funds will be there. So, if you are a person out there and you wonder, well, they didn't ask about giving, you can give whether we ever mentioned giving. <laughs> we tell you the ways to give. We tell you how to give. You should give. If you're a partner, uh, certainly you should be tithing here uh, and sending your offering. If you are a part of another church, we encourage you to put, put your tithe there. If that's where you're going and that's, and that's, that's your church home. Uh, But as a, as a, as a, maybe a virtual partner here, but you have another man, you can still send offering if you, if you so choose, if the Lord directs you. We just want you guys to obey God.
0: Obey God. We just want you obey to obey God.
1: God. So I wanted to address that uh, since that was a question. I just
0: want you to obey God. And the truth of it is, is before this year is over, we'll probably do a series on giving Maybe. because we yeah. teach about giving. I mean, we do, we do, teach, do about teach about giving. About if you come in in the last 90 days, you may not have seen right. a lot of teaching right. about giving, right. but we do teach about giving because we believe that there are covenant benefits to giving Absolutely. and we want every believer Absolutely. to participate in them, right? So before this year is over, you may get you a whole series yeah. on giving, yeah. Right. We love you guys. If you listen, we'll be look, back with this next week. <laughs> we'll be back with this next week. We want to do this. If anybody needs to come home, yeah. you need to come home. You you realize, as I was teaching today, as Pastor Evan was teaching today, that you're living in a backslidden state. You realize that even though you love God, that you're not thinking about God during the week, that you are not allowing God to make yeah. your decisions. Right. And so I w- and you need to come home or you want to come home for the first time. I am inviting you to come home. Mm -hmm. So if there's anybody out there that wants to come home, partners, you know what you want to do. You want to begin to pray and begin to encourage people to come home. If there's anybody who wants to come home, just put in the comments, come home. You can come home. Yep. Listen, the Bible says the day you hear his heart, the, the day you hear his, his voice, voice, heart, not your heart. Let me tell you something. It is a beautiful thing to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. There are so many people who are even in church who cannot hear God. Yeah. They are they, they are a part of the church, but they are not a part of the kingdom. And we don't want, if you can hear God say, come home the day you hear him, come home. Mm-hmm. So if you made a decision to do that, Come home. If you want to be a covenant partner, a virtual partner, then fill out the link and become a virtual partner. Come to um, Strategies for Success. Come to Tuesday night prayer. Come to Wednesday night Bible study. Get your kids involved in it at night. Take your babies and watch um, um, Victory Zone with them. Um, come to prayer on Friday. Take Saturday off and then we'll see you here next week and bring some people with you. Why? Because we FOC Global, baby.
1: Yeah. Someone asked the question. Um Uh, when we did the exercise with the counting, they asked the question, they said, you know, well, when I was counting in my head, I got to five. But then when you said, so your name, I said my name, but then I went back to counting. And the question was, was I supposed to forget where I was? No, that wasn't the example. The example is, is that in the moment that you said your name, the counting stopped. Uh, And I like the fact that they said they went back to it. That's what we have to be careful not to do. When the enemy is attacking us, when the enemy comes for us and we use the word and we open our mouth and say something, that stops that, that that interrupts that pattern as you call it. We have to be careful not to go back and pick, to, it, up. And, and pick it up. So you don't wanna go back and pick that up. So I wanted to clarify that That's example. Good. Uh, no, I appreciate the question, but no, the, 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 the process of that was is that when you are counting and you say your name, in that moment, you know, if I tell you to count to ten, if I did that same example and I said, OK, when I say go, you start seeing your ABCs and you went from A to Z in the time you were from A to Z, you would not be counting. Mm-hmm. You would not be counting at all. All you'll be doing is saying ABCDEFG so forth. That's right. You, you would not be counting mm-hmm. because you interrupted the pattern. And so what we are wanting people to understand is that when you are being bombarded uh, with with thoughts and things that are not of God you have to interrupt that pattern. And the way to do that is to open your mouth and say something. And maybe you gotta say something besides Jesus is Lord. But you you got to get some scripture, and you got to say something long enough to interrupt that pattern long enough, so you don't go right back to it. Well, Does that make sense?
0: It makes perfect sense, and it's important to understand, which is why I teach the thinking feeling cycle. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to understand that when you think thoughts, right? We're not trying to get super technical, but just so you understand this, when you think thoughts over and over again, you build patterns you build in your patterns, brain. Yep. You build patterns in your brain. They're literally paths. They're paths. They're like super highways. Like so highways. Yeah. Right. And so what happens is, is that if you've been thinking negative, negative, this is why we say growing and becoming so people don't beat themselves Mm -hmm. up. If you have made a pattern out of thinking negative, you have to understand that it takes a lot of intentionality and a lot of energy to begin to train yourself Mm -hmm. the other way. Mm -hmm. So it would be just like when we first started doing the hundred mile challenge. Right. Right. The the miles were harder. It was harder to do them in a certain time in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the more we walked the path, mm-hmm. the easier it got. Right. So the more you interrupt that pattern, you yep. keep Interrupting that yep. pattern, you keep interrupting that pattern. Then the easier it gets, and at least you get to the point that you have a choice between highways. When you have, oh yeah, I you, like that. You I have like a choice. It. I like that. See, many like of you that. you got to keep doing it because you don't have a new. Think about it like this: you got an interstate and a trail you're trying to make. We need to
1: do a whole teaching on just that. We could, we
0: could. You got an interstate and a trail you're trying to make, and so if you get tired, you get exhausted, you get frustrated because you're still cutting new territory Mm -hmm. in your brain. Mm -hmm. So it does, hear me, it does feel harder Harder, for you than it does for me in an area that I'm proficient at doing it at. That's, That's OK. Yeah. You've got to keep reprogramming that pattern. And in fact, if you want to, babe, when this series is over, we can come and teach, think and feel and cycle right. and what's happening with the word, because you need to understand. Because they're going to be
1: empowered. then. They're going to know how much power and authority they got. They're going <laughs> to know how much power
0: and authority they have. And then what you're going to do is you're going to learn how to interrupt those cycles. So I want you to hear this practically. There may be times when you keep interrupting a cycle. And the best thing you could do, you start to feel really tired. You take a nap. Mm. You take a nap because you really are physically tired because of how much energy it takes to keep redirecting yourself into this new space. And I I
1: would just add to that and say, and we'll save some of this for when we teach you, but I'll add to that and say that if you find yourself having to keep interrupting that pattern and that cycle, you got to make sure you're not spending time that is um, solidifying why you have to interrupt that cycle that say more. So, so if, 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 if I am having to interrupt the cycle, here's an example. Thank you. Holy ghost. If I'm interrupting the cycle of how valuable I feel and I keep having to say, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. I got to make sure I'm not spending time. Even if it's with family who tells me I'm not worthy. That's good because they're reinforcing something that I'm trying to get over. So I got to make sure that I'm not spending time with some entity or something or some being or somebody or some process or some situation or circumstance that's making me having to keep interrupting that cycle because it ought to become easier to interrupt the cycle over time. It shouldn't be stagnant. If it's stagnant, it's because I'm probably entertaining mm, something mm. that's allowing me to keep having to feel like I need to interrupt that cycle. That's good. That makes that's sense.
0: good. That's good. That's good. Okay. And I'm and listen, it, listen, we're about to go. There's so much we could tell y'all. Because that way preaching a whole nother message. Because we just <laughs> but, but the truth of it is if you guys had any idea how much we want y'all to win, I wish that you could know. How much we really want to see you win. We do. How much we really want to see you. We live see in you as
1: winners already. We, we see, just want to see it
0: manifest. We want to see it manifest. We want to see you free. And it's one of the reasons Pastor Edwin has to say to me to this all the time. Babe, you can't give them everything we learned in 20 years in a message. Here I am
1: trying. But here you are trying.
0: (laughs) Why? Because what happens is, is that someone asks you a question and their hunger stared you. And what you say is, I'm not going to let you get off of here if I can give you a tool that will help you. That's true. We want you to win. Help us help you. Meditate on Colossians. Interrupt those cycles. Understand that it's a process to doing it and keep showing up for yourself. And I will assure you, I will tell you that if you will stick with it, even those of you, you know this, if you stick with it for a year, you'll be a different person in a different place. You can do this. You are anointed to do this. You have the power to do this. You have the gifting to do this. Stand up and do it. And listen,
1: if this broadcast blessed you today, I'm going to ask you to do something I have probably never asked anybody to do. Make a post about this on your social media today. Say, hey, the word was great. It blessed me. Give them one nugget that you got out of it. And then say, y'all should join us next week because they, they're going to continue the message. Say something. Just, just some blurb on your social media, whether it's IG, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter. Say something. Let let let's, let let the world know that we are growing and becoming and that this was a blessing to you.
0: Tamara says consistency is the key. This is my last, last closing. This is my last. She knows about guys. that. Guys, she real when persistent. you're doing this transformation work, you have to be kind to yourself. You do. You've got to be kind to yourself. You you've got to hold yourself accountable, but you've got to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't be sitting up saying stuff to yourself like I should know this by now because your bot Your mind is designed to run away from pain. So if you try to abuse yourself into changing, you will not be able to change. Right. So you got to just get up every day with the commitment to do the best you can. Be kind to yourself. I like that. I say it to my students all the time. Mm. Some of you simply aren't kind to yourselves. Mm. You say mean things to yourself. You uh, you really do abuse yourselves with the stuff you say to yourself. And I just want to do this. I want you to repent. If you know you're a person who abuses yourself and how you talk to yourself, I want you to repent right now. I want you to break up with that right now because Mm. you got that from the devil. That's not how God is talking to you. God is not putting you down. He is not calling you stupid. He is not telling you that you aren't worthy. Be kind to (laughs) yourself. And I said be kind to yourself because some of you are kind to other people, but you treat yourself like crap. Mm. You talk bad to yourself. Tamara said you just too hard on yourself and it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself. So I want to give you a second. I know we got to pause. If somebody needs to repent, that's me. I've been cruel to myself. I say mean things to myself. And today I'm making a decision to break up with that lifestyle. I'm going to pray
1: for him, Father God, I declare that you will allow them to like themselves like I like me in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> Let them like themselves Like I like me Goodness <laughs> Y'all be kind to yourself <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Listen, we love y'all Y'all have a great baby, week baby, the people is baby, the people Oh, is okay, y'all repent Ooh. I'm praying for y'all I am praying for y'all Ooh. I'm praying that y'all love y'all self In the name of Jesus Like I love me <sighs>
0: And let me be honest me too like, why me. Are you laughing like i love me right Nietzsche said dude <laughs> look you see these people repenting and Amen. this is the reason Amen. let me tell you one of the reasons i appreciate virtual church and comments is that in in corporate church you you could yeah. always see yeah, that someone was having back. this yep. breakthrough yep. there are people yep. who are saying i repent that's me yep. see the enemy's wearing you out because you talking about you yeah I want you to break up with that. Colossians gives you permission not to talk bad to yourself right. anymore. Amen. All right? We really Amen. are done. We done. <laughs> we love y'all. Listen to this again. Be kind to yourself. Amen. And we believe that you will like yourself the way Pastor will would like himself. In Jesus' he, name. He really do like In himself. In Jesus' name. Amen. We love y'all. y'all. Have a good
1: week. <laughs> <laughs>